Hello everyone and welcome to The Stagey Place, the podcast where we here chat to those who work behind the scenes in theatre, from writers, directors, producers to stage managers. And as you may be aware, this year we are doing some specials focusing on the Vault Festival. Every single Sunday we are bringing you a brand new episode with those who are creating the shows to bring to this year's festival that has been on hiatus since mid-March 2020 but now is back and on today's episode I'm very excited to be joined by Phoebe Batterson-Brown and Owen McKenna, who make up Enough Helen, who are bringing Right Dishonorable Friend to the Vault Festival from the 14th to the 18th of February, playing at 8pm from Tuesday to Friday and 7.30pm on Saturday in the Cage. I hope you really enjoy this episode with Phoebe and Owen, and I'll talk to you straight after this interview. Hello Phoebe, hello Owen, and welcome to the Stagey Place. How are you both doing this evening? Hello, thank you so much for having us. Yes, we are, we're well. Are you well? Yeah, really well. <laughs> Fresh from rehearsal, so we're really excited and full of energy. Yeah, we yes. were just chatting before we pressed record to say that you've just done your first day of rehearsals up on its feet. We are talking about Right Dishonorable Friend, which is at the Vault Festival in the cage space from the 14th until the 18th of February. It's on at 8pm from the Tuesday to the Friday and 730 on the Saturday. Phoebe Owen, like we've just said, you've just had your first day of rehearsals putting it up on its feet. How does it feel to now have the writing hats off and now thinking about the acting and putting it up on its feet? Oh, it felt quite surreal, to be honest with you, because we've been writing this for the best part of a year. And to kind of hand it, like your baby over to, you know, a, a director and there's, you know, we're acting in it, there's another fantastic actress, Rachel Hilton. And I had to like check myself a few hours in just to be like, oh my God, this is actually happening it's it's real it's there and nearly wiped away a tear just because it was like oh a bit overwhelming yeah 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 I was chatting to somebody recently on the podcast and they were saying how they've been creating a show of like a year and a half whatever and they've obviously for a whole year have just been writing it so they've not been able to get it up on its feet they've not been able to have anybody else in the room to think about their thoughts about what the show is like like you say you've got another actress in your show so you've got the three on stage you know about to do this play Owen why don't you tell us a little bit about the show and the inspiration behind writing it yeah so Right Dishonourable Friend is a dark political comedy which takes aim at the north-south divide and the inspiration behind the show was just a really natural conversation that Phoebe and I were having one night of a wine, as many of our conversations do. Most, yes. And I am from a town called Accrington, which is in Lancashire. Very proud of my northern Lancastrian roots. And we were just talking about where we were from and how growing up was. And I brought up the topic of trains with Phoebe and how, um, despite the town that I live in being only 45 minutes an hour away from Manchester by car, you can't get there by train. Second biggest city in the UK, and you can't get there from towns nearby by train. The trains that you can get anywhere in the Northwest used to be made of buses. They were converted buses that were turned into trains. Um, And I was telling Phoebe a story about how one day when I was commuting home, um, and I was sat and the rain was just pouring through a hole in the roof on the train and everyone had to stand at opposite ends of the carriage so that they weren't getting wet on their way home from work. And Phoebe just couldn't understand that in the UK, this kind of thing still happens. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the spark of the play. 
We mm. wanted to really shine a light on this north-south divide, which is just this alien concept that people hear and like illustrate to people it is real and it does affect people on like a really basic level. The fact that you can't get between towns and major cities in the north by public transport. Never knew that. That sounds very odd that you wouldn't have that, considering that, like you say, by car it's 45 minutes to the yeah. second largest city in the UK. Phoebe, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and Owen, about how you met and how you guys mm-hmm. work together as writers? Absolutely. So we met, we were asked back, it was during the pandemic to do a show that we had both done separately, uh, News Review, which is the longest standing uh, live comedy show, um, political sketch, uh, satire, absolutely fantastic. And we had been asked to go and do the Edinburgh run, which is a real honour, you know, it's always sells out, it's fabulous fun. And obviously, because it was a pandemic, the show hadn't been on regularly they usually do big audition process and we got the call the phone call just asking us to do it which is like uh-huh. the biggest honor yeah and so we met doing that and it was one of those things where you know in your first day of rehearsal and he said something shocking and pithy and I just looked at him and was like yes we're gonna get on just fine <laughs> and it was kind of like we became inseparable pretty much immediately and yeah. we just get each other's sense of humor and we'd said oh god we've got to write something yeah. and then we spent the rest of 2021 being like what are we going to write what are we going to write what are we going to write and we didn't we didn't do anything and we just drink the wine and not do any of the writing that we said we would do and it was genuinely that conversation over many wines about trains that, that kicked it all off and I was surprised how easily we were able to just get into a rhythm because we had written for News Review together, but not just us. It was a room full of writers, yes. actors. And you never know kind of how the dynamic might play out, especially when you've formed a, a strong friendship. Yeah. But we yeah, we got into like a good groove where we would just kind of write bits on our own and then send it over. Then we'd workshop in the room, do the voices. And it's, you know had many a draft that we've gone through but I don't want to jinx it it was actually easier than I thought yeah. it could be yeah which is good we just want to have fun as well it's a quite a, a serious topics that we're dealing with but it's incredibly funny and we wanted to make sure it was really funny because we make each other laugh so much and we want it to feel that we've got this dynamic that mm. bounce off each other as, as characters and we want to get that comedy into the piece as well yeah yeah so obviously we've spoken about the inspiration behind writing it we've spoken about you two as writers how you got to know each other but we haven't actually spoke about the show itself so write dishonorable friend owen why don't you kick us off who are we meeting in write dishonorable friend and where does the show start so the show takes place in the fictional lancashire town of ardenton and it is set in the constituency office of a newly elected mp Perdita Gresham Booth, played by Phoebe. And it centres around the people who she meets when she is dropped into this fictional town. So she meets my character, Daniel, who is her communications manager in the office. She also meets Sharon, who is the caseworker who works in the office. And then we meet lots of different people from the world. We meet a constituent named Michelle, who's larger than life, having issues with planning permission. So it's very much set in the heart of this community. And it's about all of the different people that Perdita meets on her journey through the world. 
Yeah, so it sounds like, obviously, like you say, it's a fictional town in Lancashire. This is obviously come to the Vault Festival in London. So what makes it relatable for people coming to see this show in London with a show that is, you know, set up in the north? What can draw people to come and see this show? So one of the reasons that we felt it was important to even tell this story was the fact that I genuinely couldn't believe the things that Owen was telling me. I'm from London. I felt really ashamed that a part of the country that is actually quite close, it's a small island that we live in, I knew nothing about. And it's so London-centric when you're here. So... If it is a load of Londoners or Southerners at the vaults, I hope that they have the same reaction of going, wait, there is such disparity between the North and the South still. There is this danger of these career politicians, these puppet MPs that are just safe seats that get plonked in a Northern town. Lest we forget Rishi Sunak, Tony Blair and Nick Clegg were all Southern MPs that are plonked in Northern towns to be MPs of. And it really does genuinely affect the people in those towns. So what are people in the South going to do about it? Because change happens from the privileged, right? So we really want to spark that debate in the South to go, "Hmm, do you know what's going on in the rest of the country? Because so often people like me don't. And I was really embarrassed by the fact that I don't know what's going on. And also uh, we do deal with some very difficult topics around provisions including shelters, homeless shelters for queer teens. And obviously it's a brilliant safe space at Vault Festival, loads of diverse shows. And we're also sponsored by the charity Stonewall Housing. And so if anyone is struggling with issues with homelessness or know somebody that is, there are the resources to kind of speak to somebody, a representative, we have a representative there every night because it is such a brilliantly diverse festival and safe space that hopefully people can make use of those resources if needed yeah like you say like you are tackling some really serious themes in the show for people coming to watch the show what inspirations theater or plays or any other type of media that people can maybe relate to if they were thinking that they want to come and see this play but they know that it's quite serious what kind of inspirations have you're you're drawing on when people come and watch this show? I think the really nice thing is that we're talking about serious topics, but in a yeah. really fun way. Yeah. And like Fiona said earlier, like you will have a really good laugh when you come and watch this. It isn't serious all the way through. And one of the things that really inspired us is my favourite TV show of all time is Veep by the incredible Armando Iannucci, who also wrote The Thick of It. So it's yeah. that really fast-paced political comedy where it's witty it's cutting and they tackle some really dense issues in those shows but because you're laughing all of the way through you don't feel like you're watching this really drab political drama but you also leave feeling like oh I've actually learned something about politics or people in that Mm -hmm. Um, so it's those really witty funny political comedy satires that you see on television that really inspired us and also really brilliant dark comedy playwrights like Martin Madonna and Mike Bartlett where there's just such hilarious writing and then all of a sudden you're like punched in the stomach. You're gonna punch people in the stomach whilst they laugh. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> like we've just said, you've just had your first day of rehearsals. So let's talk about everybody else that's in the room with you then. So who else is on Right Sonable Friend that you guys want to mention? So we have an incredible actress joining our company, Rachel Hilton, who strangely enough grew up about 20 minutes down the road from the town that I'm from. And yeah. so it's so nice to have another northerner in the room. And that was something that we were really conscious of is we wanted this story to feel authentic. And so people are playing similar people. So all of our northern characters are played by northern people. All of our queer characters are played by queer people. And yeah. we think that, that representation is really important. And you don't see enough of it. It's important for people to tell stories that are their own um, until we get to a place where you know, these stories are shared really often. But yeah. when was the last time any of us went to the theatre and saw anything about queer Northern people? Mm. You don't. It's, no. it's so rare. We were really keen, um, and our producers were really keen, to mirror the world in the rehearsal room. So yes. we have an incredible, incredible talent in Rachel, and we're so mm. thrilled that she's joined us. Yeah, and we have the wonderful Kayla Feldman as our director, who has done wonderful work, including Pickle at the Park Theatre, won multiple awards. And yeah, it was just so exciting to be in the room, the first day of rehearsal, and just be like, oh, just such a fantastic team. Yeah, so yeah. Exciting. And have you guys been to the Vault Festival at all yet this year? Have you been before? And what are you most excited for about this year's festival? I have. I went to see my first show Last week, I saw the fantastic Tamsin Kelly, wonderful comedian, and we've got brilliant dog hair that we're going to see on Saturday. Fantastic play, well, I'm certain I haven't seen it yet, but I just know, which also is focusing on working class northern towns and the people. So it's quite close to our heart and our show. So very excited to see that. There's so many good things on. Can't, yeah. like, and that's so the many. thing, isn't it? There's a lot of variety and that's and that's the perfect thing about the Vault Festival. Why are you guys most excited, though, for Right to Sonable Friends to come to the Vault Festival? And why do you think the Vault Festival is so perfect for this type of writing? I mean, the initial spark of this play was trains and we're going to be performing it under one of the busiest train stations <laughs> in the world. Yeah. And it just feels like apt but outside of that like Phoebe touched on it's such a diverse inclusive and warm place it feels like a melting pot of different cultures and that really is what our show is trying to do mm -hmm. you know there are lots of different voices in there I think it's important that we are somewhere that is so welcoming because we're touching on some important issues and so it's so key to the success of the show that we're in a safe space where people feel like are open to hearing about these issues and meeting these people who are going to be quite vulnerable at times mm -hmm. as part of the story. And so mm -hmm. Vaults was just the perfect home for us to take our first steps with the show. Yeah. And also something that's just so wonderful about Vaults is that they take a chance on exciting new writing and things that haven't been done before often young companies young performers I'm an ancient old woman these days but you know they do that which is wonderful and there are other festivals that are becoming so exclusive and just not financially viable and it means that young companies aren't able to make work and test it out and it feels like they have to be perfect and have five-star reviews to even get taken to these festivals and vaults really are brilliant taking a chance on some really wild and wacky things and allowing these companies and performers and artists to grow which is just wonderful yeah i think yeah for startup companies it's like the perfect starting point 
but also like you say there's a lot of festivals that are very exclusive so it's nice to see a festival like the folk festival where you know I've been there a couple of times this week and it's just so lovely and vibrant and you can see all these fresh faces just really enjoying the time that they have at the folk festival it's lovely Phoebe Owen thank you so much for coming on to talk about Right Son of a Friend again it performs from the 14th till the 18th of February in the cage 8 p.m. from Tuesday to Friday and then 7.30 on Saturday the 18th. Phoebe Owen, I've got one last question for you before we end the podcast today and it is the title of this podcast and that is The Stagey Place and what I love to know from all of my guests is where their stagey place is. So these are individual answers. It could be the theatre that you first ever visited and really inspired and sparked your imagination and wanted you to join the theatre industry. It could be a theatre that you've performed, maybe in one of the news reviews performances. I know that you guys kind of do the Canal Cafe Theatre. So it could yeah. be the Canal Cafe Theatre where you've done news review. Or it could not even be a theatre, but a space in which you feel the most creative when writing, rehearsing, performing, in the process of making theatre. Owen, let's start with you. Whereabouts is your stagey place? My stagey place, and it is always for the longest time, I can't remember ever not being inspired by this place, and it is my ultimate dream to one day perform there, is the Royal Exchange Theatre in Manchester. Yeah, It's one of the most exciting theatres that I've ever been to, and if you haven't been and you get the chance to just watch anything there, even if it's someone standing in the middle of the stage and just reading the phone book, like it will change your life. It's in the round, it's in the most beautiful building in the city centre, it's in the old coin exchange, and it's just this beautiful metal pod that's like in the middle of the old coin exchange building, in the centre of this bustling city, but you're transported anywhere in the world. And I've seen some phenomenal pieces of theatre in there. I've never seen anything bad. Everything is just so exciting. And just being in there surrounded by people and because it is in the round, it's just so immersive and there is nowhere that can match the atmosphere of that theatre. Yeah, that's one of the theatres that I'm really looking to go to this year. I've seen the photos of it. It just looks wonderful. It looks incredible. Phoebe, what about you? Whereabouts is your staging place? Gosh, it's really difficult. I'm going to do a cop out because... I would say the globe. God, you can't beat being outside and the moon is coming out and it's all lovely, blah, blah, blah. So that is one. But when we performed News Review 2021 in Edinburgh, it had been such an insane year and a half where half of you, well, you didn't know what was going to happen. It was like, will we ever go back to live theatre? What's going to happen? And we got to the EICC in Edinburgh, which is usually just conferences. It's huge. It is huge. It's like 3,000 seats or something insane. And we're warming up on this stage. We're like, oh my God, we're used to the canal, which has got about 50 seats. And then all these ushers started coming in. There were like 12 12 ushers. We're like, are they for us? And it just was this mind-blowing moment where it just felt so surreal after a horrible, horrible year and a half to be back on this insane stage doing the show that meant so much to me. Yeah. And... So that time we were in Edinburgh, every time running, every every show, running up to the front of that stage to do this opening number, my heart was full. So I think that's my stagey place. Just absolute joy at the front of that stage. I can see that there's a lot of joy on your face when you're answering that. <laughs> so it just shows that you've got a lot of memories, both of you with your stagey places at the Royal Exchange and at the EICC in Edinburgh. Phoebe Owen, 
that is the end of our podcast interview today. Thank you both so much for coming on. I really hope that Right Sonable Friend goes well. I'm hoping to come and see it. What's quite nice is that I haven't seen many shows that are on at the later time slot. I'm seeing a lot of like 6pm shows at the moment, but an 8 o'clock show might be perfect and I might be able to fit it in on the week that you are performing. So fingers crossed I'll be able to come and see it. But for now, Phoebe and Owen, I hope the rest of your rehearsal weeks go well. And thank you both so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, Elliot. And there we go. That was my interview with Phoebe and Owen from Right Dishonourable Friend, which is coming to the Vault Festival this February. Once again, Phoebe and Owen make up Enough Helen Productions, and you'll be able to follow them on Instagram and Twitter via the links in our episode notes wherever you are streaming this episode. And I'd love to thank Phoebe and Owen so much for coming on to the episode. I really hope Right Dishonourable Friend goes well during its run. I'm really hoping that I get to see it. Like I said in the interview, because of the 8pm start during the weekdays, it's quite nice. You could probably see a double show day with the Vault Festival, usually beginning its programme at 6.30 in the evening. So if you get to 6.30, that'll finish by 7.30, and then you can pop over and see Right Dishonourable Friend at 8pm. I'm really excited. The inspirations sound incredible, something that's right up my street, so I really hope that I can catch it. Anyway, that is the end of today's episode. My name's been Elliot. You've been listening to The Stagey Place. And until we hear from each other next, I hope you're keeping safe and staying stagey. Goodbye.